What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Welcome to All The Smoke, a production of The Black Effect and Our Heart Radio, in partnership with Showtime. Welcome back to another edition of All the Smoke. Out here making our New York run. We got a good one today, Jack. This has been a Detroit day. Come on, introduce him. You know what I'm saying? The biggest star in the world right now. Our little brother, somebody we happy to see win. Lil Meech. What's up, Appreciate kid? Appreciate having me. What's up, bro? On All the know. Smoke, welcome. You no, know, I got to say it on camera. Ain't too many people ever out jewelry Jack on that couch. Yeah. He definitely got out jewelry yeah. today. First day. By a young boy, too. Yeah, young boy. Yeah, you, know, you know, the young boys keep us going. So, they you got know to. I'm, they keep I'm us young. Yeah, 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 they keep yeah. me young. It's his yeah. time to shine. Yeah, man. Um, let's get to it, man. 2021. Yes, What's sir. it been like for you? Man, first, it's a pleasure to be here with two legends. Appreciate you. Appreciate you already that. know, but 2021 has been great, you know. I get a chance to see my family story on TV right now. Right. And I get a chance for the world to actually get a reaction. My dad is loving it. My family's loving it. I'm loving the acting world. It was amazing, you know? We was talking about this while we was downstairs, but, you know, with all due respect to your whole cast, they're acting and they're doing a great job. You're acting, but you're representing your your your, your legacy, your last name, your family, your pops, yeah. one to speak of. So it, it, it's different for you. Explain how it hit different for you. Man, it's, it's totally different. Like, this is life or death, I always tell people. Just because this, for me, is like I would never, I could never see nobody else 
getting the opportunity to play my dad and me not doing mm, it, you know? Right. I can never miss that opportunity and, and, and not do good enough, I felt like. So I love 50 to death for giving me the opportunity, but he loves me more now that I showed him that I could do it, you know? And, and, and I showed him that, and my dad that, like on the, on the line, when they get on the line, like I'm I'm gonna do it, you know? When the lights I'm gonna bring it. And, and this is not something that just cause me and my dad ain't lived the same lifestyle. Like I had real emotions, you know, when he got taken away from me, me and watching my mom go through it, watch my mom cry, watch the same people that my dad take care of, not take care of my mama, not take care of us when he went away. And 50 ain't even know my daddy. So for him to come and do this is like, him just showing what type of person he is. Facts. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't let the opportunity pass me by mm -hmm. and not kill it. You know, I couldn't let nobody else get the, get my spot, you know? Right. I had to show my daddy and show 50 that I'm the one and, and that it was in me. So I'm just glad now the world able to see that. And because and, now I'm going to show the world that I can not only can play my dad, I can play anybody. Mm, right. I'm and versatile. That's what, for sure. And that's what 50 put me in acting classes for me to do, not just to play my dad. You have to learn how to, how to, how to be a feather in the wind, how to, how to go anywhere the breeze wants you to go. I could play anybody, so. But explain what he did. So explain how he put, you know, how you, he put you in acting classes and, and the process you took and, and learned and, because you was telling us some real dope shit before yeah, so we came on camera. Just graduated high school, 2018. My daddy called me. I went to UNLV, wanted to try, because he wanted me to try college. I went to UNLV in Vegas just to try college, even though I didn't really want to do it. So, you sound like Jack. For sure. So listen, so I tried college, <laughs> right? So, so my uncle, Rocket, my manager, he lives in Vegas. So that's why, you know, when I was out there, I was just really with him most of the time when I wasn't going to school and stuff. So one day we on his porch and he just asked me like, man, what you gonna do? Like, I know you don't want to go to college. So what you gonna do? And 50 had just, you know, announced that he was coming out with the series or whatever. And he did tell my dad that he wanted me to play him. But this, you know, after I met him too, and he told me, he called me after I met him in Atlanta and told me that he wanted me to get at the classes and play him, but it was up to me to take it serious enough, right. you know? Because he couldn't just, he although he wanted you, he couldn't just put you in line. He couldn't just, he couldn't just give me the part. Right. He couldn't just, no matter how much he wanted me to play right. my dad, he can bring me to the table, but stars, the network, they have stamp to, it. they have to stamp it, mm -hmm. you know? So, and it's better that way because I earn it, you right. know? Right. It's and not just somebody just giving me the job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So me doing that year and a half, it just, I had to literally move from my my mom, my whole family in, in Miami, go to LA and focus and lock down and not even talk to nobody for real for a year and a half because I had to find myself. Like at first when I started acting, it wasn't just gravy. Like, oh yeah, the, you know, it was so easy for me and it just came like that. No, it was, I didn't understand acting. Me and my uncle, we was going to stars for weeks and it was like, shit, I don't know. He got to keep on trying. And to me, that's what made me go harder, I feel like, because I knew that it wasn't going to be given to me because no matter how, how hard, even though I could have been good, the stars might not even like me. If, even if I, if, they might not even like how, how I acted. And, and then they could have just hired somebody else, you know? So it was always that thought in the back of my head, like, damn, I could get down to it and something could not help me get the job just because of what, you know, life is. But I really... I feel like it changed me and made me a better person because I found myself in this, you know, and that whole year and a half, me going back and forth, back and forth, just taught me that even though who my dad is, it don't matter who you is, you know, everybody, still gotta you still got to earn it. You yeah. still got to put in that work. Right. And it really showed me like. Once you do that, that means you're meant to stick. For like sure. you said, because it's not given to you, earned it. And so it was only never it's, given to it's me. It's going to open up a lot more doors, but we'll get to that. Go ahead, Jack.
Let's talk about your upbringing. Upbringing. What area did you grow up in? What was your hobbies? Did you like sports? Was you into sports growing up? Yeah, I grew up in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, which is like 20 minutes from Miami, but I love sports. I played football in high school, all throughout high school and stuff. What was you like, 12th though? grade. What was you when like, I was though? running back in linebacker, what I was you cool. Like, I wasn't nice, though. I wasn't nice okay. like that. I was cool. I was cool, though. Yeah. I was, better at, I was better at defense, for sure, but I really didn't like football. Uh -huh. I really, I, I liked it a little bit, but I didn't like going to practice. Right. So it's like, I was always doing a whole bunch of different things, mm -hmm. you know, just trying a whole bunch of different things. But growing up, I didn't grow up in the streets, but it's like my mom, my mom's side of the family is from Miami. It's from Fort Lauderdale. They live in the hood, but it's like, I only get to go over there like every Sunday when I, when, when it's like a whole family gathering or whatever. Mm -hmm. My mom go out of town. Mm -hmm. I live in the suburbs, you know, mm -hmm. so it was different. I grew up in private school. I went to private school pre-K through seventh grade and got kicked out when I, was, I started selling edibles. But <laughs> it, it was different. Like then when I went to public school, it's like I got to be in that kind of hood life because now I don't have the whole strict policy that the public school got. Right. I can leave school. Go, I mean, and I'm getting older. My mom, flight attendant, she going back and forth. I really got a whole bunch of freedom. So it's like I'm just going to school whenever I want, doing whatever I want. Mm -hmm. But I was still, you know, still make good grades. But Growing up was crazy because I still had that life, and then I had the the glamorous life, like my dad' life, where mm -hmm. I get to go to Jeezy concerts with him, pull mm -hmm. up with him, and go to all the rappers' concerts. But I'm pulling up with them, and I'm going to the club, 14, 15 years old, and just mm. the only one in the club that looked like he's not supposed to be in the club. <laughs> right. So you know, it was different. Like I had a, a a cool upbringing. Everybody think that oh, he just was, you know. He had the old prestigious upbringing, Silver Spoon, all that. It wasn't like that. Like, mm -hmm. my mom, I had to watch my mama go through it and, and work her job at Delta for us. Like, my daddy looked out for so many people, bro. Ain't nobody really do shit for him. Like, mm. really do shit for my mama when, when he got locked up. And mm -hmm. even, you know, it was different back then. Like, it wasn't like how everybody think it is. Mm -hmm. So, how were you when your dad went to prison? I was six turning seven. Because I remember, I mean, my. My dad was in the streets doing his thing, and I remember a lot of stuff at a young age, obviously not to the level what your dad was doing, but what do you remember about your upbringing and, and, and when he was there? Man, every time I remember being with my daddy, it's just like, it was just fun. I remember having a cool ass dad. Like, I remember going to Jeezy video shoots. I remember he just put me in the, in the passenger seat of the Ferrari or the Lamb or whatever. We just go riding around. Right. And, and he just, just, me just being everywhere with him. He had me on a private jet with him since I was, able to walk, like mm. him, my mom, us going on a private jet, Ruth Chris on a private jet already, I still remember that. Like, and, and, and like, I still remember the day my mama told me that, like basically he wasn't, he went to jail, but he didn't, she wasn't, she didn't tell me like that. She came in the room and told me like, he going to work for a long time. Mm. And I didn't know what that meant until the next couple months. She took me and he was behind the wall, behind the glass. And mm. I had to see him for that time. That's the only time I ever seen my daddy emotional ever seen my daddy cry, was like, I didn't even get to see no tear coming out of his face, but he just, he just put right. his head down. You felt it. I felt it, like, it, it was crazy. I still remember a lot, you know, it it wasn't like I was in the club with them, like, no. you know, like that, but I still remember my daddy coming home seven o'clock in the morning as I'm getting ready for school. Mm -hmm. As my mom, my mom getting ready for school, he still make me pancakes and, so. and, and make me eggs and bacon and, and, and make me spaghetti before I go to sleep and shit like that. Like, I still remember all that, so mm -hmm. it was different, like, him now and me talking to him now, it's like I'm grown. Like, so he, 
he, but I'm still the little boy to him because right, he's baby. Yeah, I'm I'm his baby, you know. Right. So, I, and, and me the whole acting thing, like it, I feel like he got us closer too. Like even though we was always talking every day, mm-hmm. now I was different because he see I'm a man and I can handle my right. business, and I ain't just no no bullshitter right. out here trying to be in his name. You know? Right. He was dad to you. Obviously, you knew a little bit about what he did, but when you found out your dad is like a legend, yeah. like how is that portraying him? And you're yeah. doing a good job at it. Yeah, when did you know my dad at Big Meech? <laughs> right, like for real, for real. I, yeah. I really didn't understand until like, I start my teenage years, like I started really growing up in high school and I'm hearing the rappers say his name, the songs, and I'm going out and, and I'm just, running into all different type of different people and they're telling me what my dad did for them. Cause my family still wasn't telling me as I grew up, like right. your daddy is No, they're not supposed to do that. Yeah, they're not telling yeah. me none of that. So it's like it's I'm only finding out how big he is from people I'm around and 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 and, and like stuff I see on the internet and stuff like that. So it, it was different. Like I grew up not knowing who my dad was. Like mm-hmm. I went to when I was in private school, I remember my homies showing me Wikipedia pages of my dad. <laughs> like this, right. You know this is your daddy? I'm like, that's crazy. That shit, like, <laughs> shit like that. That's like, crazy. Like for real. Like I found out he was a, like that from private school, from somebody else showing me. So it was different, you know. Uh, let's talk. I mean, let's talk about you know what your dad did. Stepped in the game, hip hop game, uh, in the early 2000s. Did a lot of good stuff. Did some stuff probably wasn't proud of. But what what are you proudest? of your dad for because he did accomplish a lot. He ended up having to go sit down for a minute, but he did accomplish a lot and he yeah. did do some good things. And like I said, with that came some other shit. But what are you most proud of your dad about? Man, I'm really most proud that like I get to run into people, different people that don't even know him and they be like, man, your daddy took care of me. Like your daddy is the reason mm. my kids is in college. Your daddy is the reason mm. that I was able to buy my first car. Like I was 16, 17 on a Magic City and strippers coming up to me like, man, your daddy is the reason that I got this. And, and my son went through college and all I've seen it from my own eyes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's crazy like just hearing that, like, you know, cause a lot of, a lot of people like that just don't, they ain't that generous to people, right. you know? And, and, and I just, I run into all type of different people that just say crazy shit that you wouldn't even expect. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, damn, like, even though he was that big and, he did all that. He ain't never like act no type of way. Like that's mm-hmm. why I can never myself act like that. Like, cause I see how how he is, you know. Mm-hmm. And he always that's one thing he talked to me about. That's why he's so blessed. I feel like even though he in jail, you know, we still blessed because he the type of character he is, the type of character he has, the type of man he is. Like he always tell me he always treat everybody the same. You'll never treat nobody different right. versus where they work at or how they look or something like that. Like so, your dad is a legend in one avenue. You have a chance if you put the work in to start building your own resume and reach probably heights higher than your dad even got. Right. At Jerry, would you twenty one? Yeah, I'm twenty one. What do you think about the process? Because you know you already talked. We, we was talking downstairs about how you know some of the bullshit you're already running in through, and but understanding that this is no really different. I mean, you stay away from the sucker shit in acting. You stay away from the sucker shit on the street. So what is it like, man? Kind of climbing this acting pole. I go through this like just like. I will go through anything else because even though it's different from any type of other business, it's teaching me a way of life because at an early age, I already have to know how to talk to people, how to turn it on and off, you know? And, and I feel like a lot of people don't know how to separate that reality from their job, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's, it's different. And, and me doing this now, it's, it helped me like open my eyes up and, different, and see different things, you know, different ways. 
So it, it's really like the acting is different, you know. I definitely than music and any other thing because the people like that you run into, it's not just, you know, like it, it, it's not just that, like, you know what I'm trying to say. It's, it's man. No, I get it. Yeah. Jack, I don't want to leave you hanging. What was your meat story? I know because you said you seen it first pink. Can you share your story? Yeah. Uh... I'm uh look at I mean look at the smiles on your yeah, face already. It, 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 great great memories, great memories. Shit. <laughs> I was the shit at the time as well. Right. Uh <laughs> Magic City, the strippers was actually throwing me throwing me a birthday party. I actually was playing for the Hawks around that time. How old were you? I was 24. Is this when your jersey was already hanging on the wall in there? So when I walked in there, when I walked in the club, they had my jersey hung up on the wall. You know what I'm saying? With a buffet in the middle of magic. This is in the middle of magic. So the buffet in the middle of magic. Right? Shout out to OG India and all y'all, the rest of y'all, Suge and all y'all, all the homies. And uh, so that happened. And uh, while I'm in there, you know, getting to enjoy myself, all, it really ain't no alcohol left because Misha came in there and they done bought all the champagne, all the vodka, everything, right? So he comes over there and hands me a bottle, a couple bottles of champagne and say, look, I don't know who you are, but you have to be somebody for the strippers to be throwing you a birthday party. You know what I'm saying? I met him that night. He was, he was, right. you know, everything that people say about him, he was that and all. He walked in the club, showed everybody love, took care of me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he, he's definitely a legend of mine. But, but who's well. the only motherfucker to have his jersey on the wall at the strip club? Huh? Who's the only person to have their jersey on the wall in the strip club? I think me. That's it. Yeah, but I got my shit got retired in about three states. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but uh, but they were <laughs> sort of safe. I'm just saying, my, I was strip club assassin. You know what I'm saying? For real, at one point. Assassin. Yeah, but, assassin. but 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 around that time in Atlanta though, what they the 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 way they moved has never been seen before, mm -hmm. and yeah. I don't think it could ever be duplicated. You know what I'm saying? Because sure. not only was it flamboyant, but it was all love. They was a family, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't just one person. It was all of them looking like it, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And that's what attracted to so many people across the world that seen them and niggas from all over in different hoods right. because that's what they wanted to be, you know what I'm saying? So around the world, everybody fell in love with him. So how did you feel when you got the phone call from your dad that 50 is going to tell this story and you could possibly get the opportunity to play him? Man, you know, the funny thing is, when my daddy first told me, he was like, man, I ain't gonna lie to you, son. I do want you to play me, but shit, I don't know if you can act. And I'm just like... That's some real shit, though. Yeah, yeah, it was some real shit. Like, but it was crazy, like, because he, he was dead ass serious. Like, he wasn't playing. He was like, not, not just, I'm not just gonna give you this opportunity just to mm -hmm. be my son. He mm -hmm. was the same way. He was like, nigga, you gotta earn show it. me that you can earn it. So it was different. Like when I first got the call, I didn't understand what acting was. Like I'm thinking it's just saying lines until I get to class and it's the, my teacher telling me to imagine my mom and daddy in a casket. Mm. And I'm like- To draw your so this emotions. Was, yeah, yeah, so this was acting really is. Yeah. So it was just different. Like from me getting that first phone call from him and, and, and then going to set. And it, it was two totally different things. And it was crazy, man. Mm. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. 
Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T Connects, an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You had the opportunity to, this role has led to other opportunities. Uh, you're doing something with, with the show with Zendaya. Tell yeah, us about euphoria. that. I just did, after I finished BMF, I had got a call from um, my agents and he wanted me to audition for Euphoria. And it was crazy because I love that show already. You know, HBO got a whole bunch of good shows and Zendaya's already mm-hmm. Grammy nominated actress. Yeah, she's dope. Yeah, she's too dope. So I got actually got the chance to produce scenes with her and do scenes with Hunter Schaefer and everybody else. But that show is amazing. And it's a whole nother different side of me that right. I get to show people like that my range, like not just, yeah, I cannot okay. just play yeah, my talk, dad. Yeah, talk that shit. Yeah, for sure, you yeah. know. So it just shows people a whole different, different side of Meech. Like, it's not the same Meech that you're going to see on BMF, you know? You're an actor. Right, for sure. That's what's up. Anything else you can tell us about outside of that you're working on? Any other projects? I did a movie with Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, too, actually, after I did Euphoria. You know, that's going to be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And I got a couple other big things in the works right now that I'm yeah. working on. You know, me and 50 always got something for me. 50 actually made sure I, I got his same agent. Like, he put me with his agency. Right. So me and him got the same agent. So whatever movie he want to put me on, he just put mm-hmm. me on. Like, that's how much real he is, you know? That's love. That's, that's just, you know, Tell yeah. him to put you in free agents. Our homeboy, Deion Taylor's uh, producer. 50's for sure. I know Deion, Deion yeah. my homie, too. Yeah, yeah sure. Deion's a homie. Yeah, tell yeah, him to put you in free agents. I definitely mean free agents. How accurate do you, or have you been told from family or people that you're actually playing your dad? My grandma loves it. Mm. She loves me. She just, she loves it. She feels like it's them all over again. She actually got to come to set. Like we actually spent a week in Detroit and we actually got the film where my dad and uncle actually took their like first steps at and actually walked. 
you know, so it was different. She was on set and still remembering, like, being there. And she just was telling me all the time, like, it felt so real to her. But everybody else loves it. You know, my dad's brother, my dad's sister, everybody else that's a part of it, they love it. They, mm -hmm. They're so proud that, because 50 did it right. You know, he didn't just do it how anybody else would do it, you know? And just not involve the family for real and do it how they tell it, how they want to tell it. 50 made sure that everybody was involved, made sure that my dad talked to the writers, even from prison, made sure that everything was told correctly how he wanted it to be told, you know? And a lot of people, you know, meet a lot of people like that in this world who genuine and really want to just tell the story how, how you want it to be told. Because 50 comes from that life, though. You know sure. what I mean? So now that he has his foot in the other space and the same shit we trying to do, now that we have our foot in certain spaces, like, we got to let the real people in to really portray us because other people have always tried to tell our stories. Now right. we're able to tell our own stories. Exactly. Um, but that point, talk to us about how important has 50 been in your life as a, as a mentor, you know, a brother, and kind of showing you the ropes because to me, he's the hottest person in TV right now. For sure. He's a genius. Dominating. I, I, man, me and 50 talk almost every day and he's literally like my best friend, big brother, slash other dad because he literally like, gives me so much game on, on all works of life, on everything, not even just the business. He just called me just to make sure I'm good mm -hmm. mentally. And, and, and he makes sure that I understand this before I just jump out into it, you know? That's why he put me in acting classes and put his own money up for me, you know, to learn how to act before I could even, you know, learn how to play my dad, I had to learn how to act. So me and him got a relationship where it's not like, on no business shit. Like he called me just to make sure I'm good. I called Damn. him just to make sure he good. Yeah, that's more important than anything. Mm -hmm. For sure. So, you know, he and he really, he really gave me so much game. It's like, you can never hear enough from 50. He's a legend in music. He's a legend in film. Mm -hmm. So it's street like, legend. what hasn't he done? You're yeah. still a street legend. Yeah. Oh, nah. He got 20 something TV shows on, on television. That's Insane. something I've never even heard of. Nobody's ever done that. Insane. Yeah, so. Shout out 50. But I think we might have a real way to finally get that motherfucker I was just about to show, say that. While y'all was talking, I'm, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm always trying to think of something. And while y'all was putting together. Because normally we yeah. ask at the end of the show, I'm just going to say right now, this is our connect right it's here. It's going to be the connect. For sure. If Pimp C was still living, we would have had him. Because that would have been the connect. But yeah. he would connect me. Yeah. Come on now. Uh, but congratulations, you guys signed off for season two, right? Yes, yeah, season any, two any, already been real like Okay, so you guys shooting Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, we shoot in LA. Jack said he want to come be an extra because yeah, he I'm does a, act I'm a little bit. Come on, Jack. Y'all need an extra. Y'all know I pull up. You see, up right You know, that shit come natural to me, too, now. Come on, you're right. That's for real. That life natural to me, too, now. Hey, hey, Jack could definitely be an extra season two. 50. Hell yeah. Jack, somebody. He could act, too. We, you saw what Kevin Hart said to him. What Kevin Hart said? Oh, you acting? That's nice. That's nice. Oh, yeah? Kevin Hart's sick, man. He's an asshole, dog. That's crazy. Anything, obviously you can't tell us, but I mean, season one, the finale of season one is coming out on the 21st. Any hints, season two, it's going to get hotter? Oh, you got to know it's going to get hotter just because, I mean, my daddy and, and, and BMF ran for like 20 some years. So it's so much to talk about. There's so many different things to talk about. Like they had a whole era, their American history. So we can go on for 10, 20 seasons, I feel like. I just like. can't wait till Lamar die. I want to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> in real life, like I want to find a character and kill him because hey. I'm too into the show. I want to kill Lamar ass. That's so crazy. Every time somebody see me in public, that's the first thing they say. When Lamar gonna die? 
<laughs> yeah, nigga, I want to kill him right that, now. Hey, but that means he's doing a good job, though. No, he's doing a great job. Yeah, though. I mean, that's a lot show. You know what would be tripping me out is when you hear these dudes talking, they got these accents. Yeah. Like, what, the, him and the dude from Snowfall? Yeah. Right. I'm yep. like, Because they're really from London. <laughs> the fuck? People, the people don't understand that. Kofi, Eric Kofi, like, he really from London. Right. He's dope, though. He don't Hell even yeah. talk like he's that. He's doing a great job. He dope. Oh, he's amazing. He don't even talk like that, though. Like, mm -hmm. you know how to turn it off. So good. His English too good. So we had He broke the internet. Recently. Who? Oh, you can't stop the rain? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he broke the internet with that shit. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. singing it. Everybody. Uh, we had Wood Harris on the show. Uh, oh, yeah? Not yeah. too long ago. Two, and about two weeks ago. You might, I mean, you, you might be too young to really know. How, have you told nephew how, how dope Wood Harris is and the legend he is and the thing? You know, little, oh, so you don't know how dope he is, huh? Sure, I know the movies. Bro, he's, he's a legend, you know with a legend, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah, for for the sure. Hateful, above the rim, all like, yeah, yeah, like, I seen that. That's why I told, I told him when I first seen him, like, damn, OG, this is an amazing being yeah. able to do a scene with you, like, right. working with you. Nah, he cool, man. I mean, OG still talk. He that's still called up. me, like, for real. Nah, like, what is a good dude? He's yeah. authentically him. Yeah. Like, oh, for what sure. you see is what you get with him. He ain't trying to be nothing. He mm -hmm. not. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's what I love about yeah, him. Yeah, man. Shout out Will. Yeah, no, we we literally just had him on the show, and I was just thinking, I was like, yo, that's that's someone good to soak game up from, too, because he's literally, to me, one of the most underrated actors of our generation. Right. Been a great yeah, for show. Sure. That's he one of my favorite actors. Mm -hmm. You know, I love Peter Fool. I watch that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Buddy Rum, all that. You were on the cover of Double XL with Fifth and a few cast members of Power. What did that moment feel like to you? Did you ever see BMF going so, doing so well? Man. Of course you're supposed to say you do, because you know we don't think we're going to fuck up in nothing. We think we good at everything. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's crazy. Like, I never really could see, of course, could see it going this far until I start acting and until I start realizing now I could take my dad to a whole other different side of business, a different side of life just from me being in the film business. You know, he could, he want to be a director, producer one day, but just now this legitimate business is, is it's like, it's a, it's a one of a kind. So, right. you know, it, it felt big and it just, it felt amazing because now I could take care of him when he come home. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I could, mm -hmm. I literally could put him in position, you know, and, and, and right start way. our own, right, the right way, start our own BMF entertainment, you and know, tell your the right real way. stories. Exactly. But the stuff that he wanted to do, though. Right. You know sure. what I'm saying? That's exactly what, that's all he wanted to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Sign his own writers and, and producers and, and make his own entertainment label. I mean, that's 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 going to happen. So with that said, is there any, is there a release date for Pops? Oh, for sure. You know, it's always laws getting passed, you know, all the time, so. For sure, within a few years, he should be home, you oh, know, just like man. his brother just came home, Southwest T. Right. Shout out, shout out to T. Yeah, sure. he just yeah. came home uh, from a law that just got passed, but it's always different laws that get passed, but he don't got that much time left. You know? mm. Okay. Obviously, you got your foot in television with, with your show and, and Euphoria, chance to do movies. What is your, I mean, I know you're young, but what is your goal in this space? One thing I really want to do is, is show the young generation, my generation, like the ones that's trying to follow their dreams and the ones that's, you know, that, that might got incarcerated families that it can be done, like just follow your dreams and, and just go whatever you want to do in life. Because a lot of times, you know, we have low self-esteem, you know, just from a lot of family members might not seem like they love us, or we might not seem like we getting love or whatever, and, and just life itself, you know? So I feel like people just need to understand that they can do whatever they want to do. Because mm -hmm. I had no idea of ever being an actor in life. Right. And, and when it came to me, all I had to do was put my mind to it and, and, and really want to do it. And I learned how to do it. Cause it, even when in the beginning, when it seemed like it was hard and impossible, 
I still knew that like I was gonna do it because I couldn't. At the end of the day, I couldn't let nobody else get it. Right. right. You know, so right. that's what I, I really want to do. Though, definitely talk to the young generation. You know, talk to the kids. I got incarcerated families, and just you know, just help out any any way I can. Yeah, got to give back. You have tattoos on both arms. Which one of them was first, and why? And any new ones you want? I love tattoos. My daddy was first. You know, of course, I got him first. Mm-hmm. You know, I got blood makes you related, loyalty makes you family. He the first one to tell me that, so I had to get that. And I got his face, and I got him and my mom, of course. They my backbone. Him and my mom, and I got boss of all bosses. I got so many tattoos. I got just being a tattoo just like him. Mm-hmm. He told me to get it. Hmm. I got BMF right here, death before. I got BMF like Which seven times. Mean? So you, I'm pretty sure your parents mean the most. Yeah, for yeah. sure. My parents mean the most, for sure. My mom, you know, as I said, she was my mom and dad, you know, she had to be, but my dad was still on, you know, talking to me whenever, every day, but it was, she had to be mom and dad physically. She was there making sure I was good and making sure I stayed about the bullshit, making sure I, I still went to school and did school and did what I had to do. So she was, a, you know, yeah. I love them to death. So obviously, what your dad created with BMF, it'll always be in the history books, but you're actually representing it now. So what is the message for BMF right now and what you know kind of positive direction are you steering it to? Uh, we all positive, you know, just now just, we just, like I said, we, we I really want to start, you know, our own, well, I'm already starting it, the BMF Entertainment label, and we're going to sign our own artists and actors and, and athletes. Mm, you know, my, okay. my, my manager, Rocky, he already got a bunch of them under our belt, so we just doing, we're, it's a whole other way of life. Business you know, side. The business Don't just side, be the talent, sure. you got to be the owner, too. For sure, and that's what mm -hmm. 50 always gives me game about, like, just the business part of, of, of things, you know, because he's a walking money man, you know? 50 is a killer, man, for real. For sure. I, I'm trying to make sure mm -hmm. everything's set up. And you got to think, too, you got to start a lot younger than all of us did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 50 yeah. is his. I mean, 50 been in for a minute, but, like, to really get game from him and start at your age and learn the business side of it, because most people got to come up as talent for a minute, establish sure. yourself, pay your right. dues, but right. you're getting game from someone that's teaching you from the very beginning. Like, and you're going to be an owner on what you're doing, too. Yeah. And I get so, to learn from the best. Right. Know? That's dope. It still be fucking me up how real he is. How the nigga right, just called right. me and just talked to me for two right. hours on the phone. Nobody don't do what he do. Like, right. nigga FaceTime me wherever, talk mm -hmm. to me for two hours. Like, and just won't get off the phone until I want to get off the phone. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't find people like that. That's right. the only thing I feel like that I just be like, damn. Lucky, right. For, for real, because you ain't, dope. you know. But Jack, you had a good point earlier, right? Like, all this good stuff is happening to him for all the... Yeah, sure. like, and I, I, I mean, that's it makes all the sense to me because, like, when you, go, when you grow up in, street, in the street life, a lot of things happen. But you know the heart of the people you're around in your family. And like right. I said, Big Meech done so much for so many people. Even though he in a predicament he's in right now, the blessing I come out of it is what's happening to his son. So all the good he done was for a reason. It wasn't right. for not... You know right. what I'm saying? And, and, and some things that he's done, he had to do for his, for his family. But at for the sure. end of the day, the benefit of it comes to his child. And that's been the, and I think any father or any that's parent want. should want that. Come on, man. That's right. what like you, you want. pay your dues for your kids. You do whatever you got to do for on, your kids. So they, can, just so they don't have to go through the things that you go through. You know that's what I mean? Sure. Make that's it easier for them. Yeah, this is the American dream, I feel like. like my daddy did everything he did so I could end up here mm -hmm. in a position. Now I'm able to take care of him. Yeah, you got the torch. For sure. Man, it's one of a lifetime, you know, so I'm just glad I'm able to do it. And I'm going to show everybody how to do it right, though. I love it.
In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know, you cool with all the young rappers, Lil Baby, Kodak Black, all of them, uh, 42 Dog. I seen you in this video recently. Hell yeah. You plan on dropping some music soon? Nah, I ain't doing music. I was that. Yeah, I was trying music before I started acting, but... Go with your move. It wasn't nothing I I, I really loved. Like, I didn't like being in the studio thinking about what I had to say. I like being on on set. I like acting. I like showing people. Do what you love. Shit like that. But definitely, I I love music, though. Me and my dad are music heads. Like, we love rap, love artists, and... All the homies you see me with, you know, they all show love, show love to BMF. And, you know, I, I really fuck with them, not even on the music shit, but, you know, really on, on the personal side. Friends. Know? Mm-hmm. All right, for sure. Mm-hmm. But Lil Baby, he always shout out my daddy and BMF. You know, shout out to Lil Baby in Atlanta. Yep, 4 2 Doug. Shout out to 4 2. He always showing love too. Let's talk a little sports. KD, KD had you on his page. KD invited oh, yeah. to the game. KD, my boy. That's your team? Yeah. You yeah. got a team? Yeah, I, the Nets, my team. The Nets squad? Just because right. KD, that's my boy. Yeah. Only because yeah. KD, you know. But I definitely, um, I've been there. My daddy used to take me to the Heat game back when Dwayne Wade and, and Shaq was playing. Okay. We used to be courtside seats um, at the Heat game. That's the last time I've been to a football, um, basketball game. Mm-hmm. Until um, last time I've seen KD when they had beat Antetokounmpo in about 30. Mm. Yeah, I love basketball, though. Dope. Quick hitters, first thing to come to mind, 
top three shows you binge watched? Squid Games. I still ain't seen. You seen Squid Games? I can't watch that shit. You can't watch it? <laughs> That's what everybody said. <laughs> no, you gotta watch it. Like shit is dope. It's cool. I binge watched Ozark. Y'all seen Ozark? Ozark, hell on yeah. Netflix. I fuck with Ozark. And. Y'all need to watch Malice in the Palace. Yeah, y'all need to check that out. Malice in the Palace? Have that's, you seen that? That's, that's about, the shit he was telling you that's downstairs about. about, about, about I brought Detroit. Oh, you. Y'all yeah. seen you? Him. Y'all seen, y'all seen you, the TV oh, show? Oh, you, you, the show. Nah, the show I you watched the first that. season I and watch I stopped watching that. Watch that. I, I nah, didn't watch that. Cool. I heard it's pretty yeah. What you talking about though? Malice in the Palace? Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 that's the doc of our broad Detroit. Oh, I'm going to watch that for sure. Check it out. If you can go on tour with three artists or groups, who would it be and why? Past or present? Damn. I would definitely want to go on tour with Death Row. And with Biggie and them, just to see yeah, how boy. both sides would be. Mm-hmm. And then I would want to go on tour with Michael Jackson. I see. Ooh, yeah, he, he got an old soul. Just though. to see how, just yeah. to see how that would be. You know, yeah. my my homies just telling me how, because you know I don't really know don't too get much no bigger about than Michael that, Jackson. Man. Yeah, I, I didn't really understand though. My homies was really, I swear to God, my homie Metro Boomin. Southside, they was both, I was talking to them, they was telling me how big Michael Jackson was, how he used to have people falling out at concerts and shit. And I'm like, man, stop man, lying. Mike was nigga. He's showing me people dying and everything. I'm man, like, man, hell was, no. Mike man, was going to touch his hand and Mike was <laughs> nigga pass out. Me, he come out and show a glove or, or a foot and they just fall out. Like, Crazy. Like, this nigga that cold. Like, he had he the rhinestone glove. I couldn't believe that. The moonwalk. Man. I couldn't believe that. People was real. The curl before the fire hit it. Like, yeah, I didn't know was... how. I ain't really. I really yeah. didn't understand how impactful Michael Jackson yeah. was. I can say, like, I didn't understand how. It was the, the 80s. That's yeah. like when we was little. Yeah, That's that was. That's how big, but he, I mean. Yeah, that was crazy, though. They turn around on the bitch and get the moonwalking, <laughs> and then she pass out. He was getting sliding off her. She just hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was she telling you that. Oh, Mike was shit. cold, dog. Hey, too uh, cold. One album you could listen to on repeat, no skips. The Black Album, Jay-Z. Ooh. We getting a lot of Jay-Z hope, the past three, hope. two days. That's heavy. Hope, dog. That's It's crazy, too, because I've been on Hope heavy the last, like, two or three weeks. Heavy. Dream actor or actress you'd like to work with at some point. Oh, yeah. Leonardo, he said, oh, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, Ooh. Denzel, Idris Elba. He's hitting the top dogs. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, too, for sure. If you could have one guest on our show, who would it be? But oh. before you answer it, you, you have know. to help us get him on the show. Oh, oh. I didn't mean to say him, them on the show. Oh, no, 50. him. There 50, we go. the biggest. Yeah, sure. we need 5 on the show, That's man. It. Got to. You heard it. I got you. I'm going to get him on there. Yes, yes sir. I got appreciate you. We, we need that love. Man, I appreciate you. Yeah, we got a gift for you, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. Yeah, we got a gift for you. It's the holiday season. Yeah, because you oh. know. So we got the little Manscaped box for you. For Keep sure. you nice and trimmed up during the holiday yeah, season, man. man. You know I appreciate that. Yeah, no Thank doubt, you, man. You know what I'm saying? I know you Thank We know you a hot boy right now and all the ladies <laughs> want you, so you got to make sure you take care of, you know, some shave and oh, get yeah. you clean. Yeah, you know, to keep t- hey, fresh tell, down hey, tell them what's in the box, though. You know, you got you to gotta, uh, shave a 4.0, make sure you won't have okay. no nicks when you're shaving. <laughs> Talk to them. Oh, you got a little ball deodorant. Oh, that's you know what I'm saying? You got a whole little pack. You don't want no musty ball balls. Yeah, yeah, chicks like fresh gangsters. Oh, you man. You know what I'm talking about? Manscaped. Okay. Shout, sure. out, right there. shout out Manscaped. Shout out Manscaped. Yes, sir. Want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Best of luck to you, man. You got a, you. a good head on your shoulders. I love talking, like I was telling Jelly, you're like an old soul. I love talking Appreciate to you because that, you're navigating this shit. I feel like you're going to win, and it, it's good to see when it starts and you know where you're going to go. So you. we like Red Fox say, after I didn't seen what I didn't seen, 
What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> Straight <Right>. up. <laughs> man, right. shout out to Little Meech for coming through. Man, shout out y'all. Appreciate OG's you, delicious. man. Best of luck. Make sure Appreciate you check out the premiere, check out my Euphoria, all yes. the other shit he has going on. Yep. Anybody want to shout out? Shout out Pops. Yeah, shout out Pops. Coming Pop home soon. Free shout out 50. You already know, shout we'll out 50. We'll see you on this couch soon. Yes, sir. Free Big Meech, free Ills. Come on yep. now. Shout out the Flannery family. Shout out yes, T. Shout out BMF. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for watching the show. Appreciate it. Biggest show on earth. Greatest show on earth. Yes. That's a wrap. Showtime Basketball YouTube and the iHeart platform, Black Effects. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. This is All a Smoke, a production of the Black Effect and iHeart Radio in partnership with Showtime. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, Real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 